everybody, this is Lala of Lala Lives Online, and thank you for joining me today. Have a little bit of a cold, so I apologize in advance for sounding so nasally, but I'm feeling great, even if I don't sound so great. And I hope everything is good in your world, and I'm happy to share what's going on in mine. Now, if you haven't already done so, please remember to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. There you can find me with the handle at Lala Lives Online. And be sure to tune into my blog at lalalivesonline.com. Now, today's show is sponsored by me. That's right. Did you know that I've written a book? I have. It's called Marriage Without a License, A Completely Moral Alternative to Civil Marriage. By the power vested in me by God and the state of XYZ, I now pronounce you husband and wife. If you've ever wondered when and how God gave a minister the power to declare two people as married, this book is for you. If you've ever searched the Bible for a description of a wedding or an exchanging of marriage vows and you've come up empty-handed, this book is for you. If you've ever wondered if two people can marry without a marriage license, this book is definitely for you. Marriage has existed since the beginning of time. And while the marriage license is a relatively new creation in American culture, a marriage license is never mentioned in the Bible, and most early American settlers never even heard of such a document. For as long as men and women have been on earth, marriages have taken place. How is it then that so many people have come to believe the government involvement is the only way for two people to become married? Using biblical scripture as well as legal and historical evidence, this book will show you why so many are purposely choosing marriage without a license. It presents a strong argument in favor of government-free marriage while proving that such is a completely legal and moral alternative to civil marriage. Most important, however, this book will clearly illustrate the fact that marriage, as it is depicted, depicted in the Bible, is a completely separate entity from civil or state marriage. While social and political debate about who has the right to marry has been a huge topic in our culture, it's more important than ever to understand the distinctions between biblical and civil marriage traditions. This book goes a long way in highlighting why it's necessary to separate church and state in such matters. It further illustrates why so many who view civil marriage through a religious lens are wrong in doing so. Yep, I said it. They're wrong in doing so. Civil marriage and biblical marriage are not the same thing. So, sure to spark controversy in the hearts of many, Marriage Without a License will take you on an historical, social, and religious journey that will turn what you thought you knew about marriage upside down. So whether you disagree or agree with its contents, one thing is for sure. After you read this book, guys, you'll no longer view civil matrimony in the same light again. So, if you want to get the ebook today, you can head right on over to Amazon.com and type in Marriage Without a License and it'll come up. Uh, if you don't have a reading app or a Kindle device already uh, at your fingertips, go ahead and download the free Kindle reading app at Amazon and you can start reading the ebook on your computer, your smartphone, your tablet, or whatever device you're using. You can just do that today. Now, if you prefer to buy the PDF version, head on over to the website for the book, which is marriagewithoutalicense.com, and download it there. 
Again, that is marriagewithoutalicense.com. Now on to today's show. Everybody doesn't have time to read my blog post over at lalalivesonline.com. So I'm making it easy for my audio subscribers to stay up to date with the blog by offering an audio series of my most popular post here. Now, even though I'm sounding a little bit nasally, we're going to get through this today with the first post being, why can't I say nigger? It's a question often posed by white people and a question that, quite frankly, black people are probably tired of hearing, much less being expected to answer. So I thought that I'd go ahead and just give you an answer once and for all, and hopefully we can lay this whole issue to rest. So let's get started on this post today, shall we? Once freely enjoyed by white people all across America, there seems to be a collective mourning over the loss of the ability to say the word nigger. For some, I suspect it's a loss of control over something that was created by white people and then hijacked for exclusive use by blacks. For others, it's probably the inability to completely appropriate the swag associated with their favorite hip-hop artist who uses the word freely. Some of the most common questions we get are, black people use the word all the time, so not allowing me to use it just because I'm white is actually racist. Another question, if it's so bad, why is it okay for black people to use it, but I can't? Or, it's such an ugly word with an even uglier history, so if everyone can't say it, no one should be able to say it. By now, you're familiar with these questions and the list of arguments and complaints that surround them just goes on and on and on. I have a news flash for you. Just allow me to clear something up for all of the white people who are so put off by the ban of them saying the word nigger. Guess what? You can say it all you want to. No one's going to put you in jail if you say nigger. Here's what will happen, though. Some people, especially black people, will think you're a racist. Some people, especially black people, will be offended by your use of the word. Some people, especially black people, will view you in a different light and probably choose not to be in your presence anymore. Some people, especially black people, may act aggressively towards you after hearing you use that word. So, go ahead and use the word all you want to, but just be aware of the consequences when you do. Now, if you don't want those consequences, there's a simple solution. Just don't use the word. But please understand that no one is stopping you. So please stop whining and begging others for permission to allow you to say it, okay? Now let's talk about the black past. As for why black people can say it with impunity, just consider this. When a black person calls another black person a nigga, both are still black meaning there's no race-based energy of superiority or inferiority passing between these two people. There's no recall of a superior-slash-inferior history between two black people using the word. It doesn't carry a sting for the two of them because they're considered equals in the racial and social hierarchy that was created by white supremacy. So whether we go back in time 300 years or even look at race-based dynamics at play today— these two people using the word are considered on a racial scale to be equals across the board. They're both black and both living under the same white supremacy today. 
When you say the word, however, and I'm talking to you white people, there's an imbalance. That imbalance is what triggers responses that range from dirty looks to you possibly being punched in the throat. For no matter how much you don't see race or how much you don't feel that you can be held responsible for the acts of white people who came before you, the fact remains that you are a member of a class deemed to be better than everyone else based solely on your race. So try as you may, you can't separate yourself from that unless and until white supremacy has been completely dismantled. Until then, friends, you're stuck with the presumption of guilt no matter how innocent you may believe you actually are. Still not satisfied with this explanation or you don't like how the system is set up? We'll do something about it. Work to destroy white supremacy in America once and for all. Understand that you can't destroy history, though. So while I can't guarantee that you'll be able to say the word without consequence once white supremacy is finally and completely laid to rest, I can guarantee that you'll no longer want to say the word and you'll completely and finally understand why. So that concludes the blog post. Let me know what you thought about it. And by the way, uh, white people who are interested in really working to destroy white supremacy, I have a special treat for you. See, I've created a website called whitepeoplewakeup.com. There you'll find information and blog posts. You can share your comments, suggestions, ideas, and all of that there. Uh, you'll find social media links there so that you can keep the conversation going, primarily on Instagram and Twitter, perhaps even Facebook in the future. But if you're really serious about destroying white supremacy, I suggest whitepeoplewakeup.com as a great place to start learning just how to do so. So that's all I have for you today, folks. Thanks for your time and attention. I want to hear from you, so please leave me a comment or let's continue the conversation on Instagram or Twitter, where once again, my handle is at Lala Lives Online. You can also always find me and comment on my blog, found at lalalivesonline.com. Oh, and hey, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so we can do this podcast thing together again sometime soon, okay? Much love to all of you. And until next time, have a blessed and highly favorite life. Thank you.